Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to worldserveintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, we are back with another episode this week, joined once again by one of my best friends, Pastor Scott Noggle, student pastor at GT Church, lover of all things Disney, right, my, yes, my buddy? Yes, lover. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely love Disney World. What's your, uh, what's your favorite? This isn't the question. But what's your favorite uh, Disney, Disney movie? Favorite Disney movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'm a Star Wars guy, so like, I'd say the Star Wars <laughs> I suppose technically, yeah. Now that they own it, that's a fair point. They okay. do. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't. I do not think like Disney and Star Wars, but I mean, sure, they bought it out, right? As of so, 2012 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> they, they own it. Hey, they own it. That's true. So here's our actual question of the week, Scott. Now you got to work alongside Aaron for how many years was it? Uh, too that's many. A good question. Too, too many. many. No, He's I trying to erase about... them. He's trying to forget. No, no, no. It's about four. About, about four about years. Four, but we've said... been friends for 20. Okay, so let me ask this then. Uh, in your years working with with Aaron, has there been yeah. any embarrassing or funny stories you'd like to share with those listening? We don't have time. Uh, There's, this is a, this is a uh, small, no, this is no. a short podcast. The, the only thing I would say about Aaron is that he and I, um, uh, the one of the things I learned really early on is that he and I travel when it comes to food. We travel differently. Yeah. Um, Aaron wants to find the most everywhere he goes because he knows what he's going to get. Right. And I have a philosophy when I travel. The most, not the most. The most. Sorry. If you're listening somewhere in the country and you don't have Moe's, you don't know. I'm sorry. You don't know. But um, if you know, you know. But I have a philosophy that when I am traveling, I I do not want to go to anywhere that I can go on a regular basis at home. I want to try something new. Yeah, And I I know, listen, I'm a really picky eater, but I'm still like, I want to go somewhere. So we're like, I remember one year on a fine arts trip and he's like, yeah, we should go to that Applebee's down the street. We should take over the Applebee's and right across the street from the Applebee's is a pizza shop that has a sign in the window that says it was rated by the Food Network as the top pizza place. I was like, it was that day that in I the world, like, apparently. Man. Yeah, I was like, listen, man, I'm going to handle food from now on. So Scott, you, you just <laughs> made me come across like the most boring friend you've ever had. <laughs> no, that's not true. No, Aaron's no. a simp for the two for 20, you know? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, that's awful. I don't mean mean that, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's man! It. That's well, let's thing. let's uh, let's jump into our topic today, Scott. Uh, let me ask this: What is uh, what is the leadership thought you have for students today? Yeah, so um, let me kind of set the stage first. So I'm gonna we're gonna call it Big Rocks first. Um, at, at usually, like every I don't know about you, Gil or, or Aaron, but like when a major holiday happens, like a Christmas or a New Year's, and I have some time off from work, 
I tend to one of the rabbit holes I tend to go down is is cheap junk games on my iPhone, like the free ones that you just download right. and play for like five minutes and then forget that they're on your phone. And if you have a new iPhone now, you don't even delete them because they don't show up anywhere right. and you forget you have them and can't find them. But this past Christmas, I downloaded a game and it was like different size things, balls that you had to fit into a container of some sort. And you had to decide when the balls were going to fit so you could fit all of them into this container. And it's interesting to me because just the way I'm wired, that's packing is it's really interesting to me. Um, but it reminded me of there's actually a leadership principle called the Pareto principle, P-A-R-E-T-O. And what it says is it simply states that many that for many outcomes, roughly 80 percent of the consequences come from 20 percent of the causes. Now, there's a whole lot of different ways that this could be looked at in in our world today. For instance, you know, we live in the United States. Taxation is one of those places like, you know, essentially the top 20 percent pay the pay 80 percent of the taxes. Like that's just kind of how it works. And I'm not we're not here to debate that. But students, you can tie that into also what's most important to you to get done in a day, too. Think about it this way. If you listed what you had to do today, and let's say you came up with 10 things, and then you went to those 10 things and you actually rated them number one through 10 of what was most important, here's what the Pareto Principle says. The Pareto Principle says if you start your day trying to knock out numbers one or two on your list, Statistics say you'll actually complete about 80% of your list by the end of the day. Conversely, if you try to knock out one of the bottom things on your list, so let's say, sometimes I tend to be like this, right? We, we have a list of things we have to do and I try to knock out the easy one first, even though it's not important, just so I can check something off my list and feel accomplished. Even though it's not yeah. yeah, the problem is when you do that, you go down, you know, we even have a phrase now, we call it the rabbit hole, right? I've been using that phrase for a while now. You go down the rabbit hole of the easy stuff that's on your list. And at the end of the day, statistics say you'll only get numbers nine and 10 done on your list. You only get the bottom 20% done if you aim at the bottom 80%. So what does that mean? That means if you, if you, once you have your things listed and you know what's most important, you have to attack the most important things first. Yeah. We call it big rocks yeah. first. Scott's helping every student become a 4.0 student today, Gil. That's that's what's that's happening here. <laughs> so, so, Scott, Maybe. tie that into a, a biblical principle. Where's a, a scripture yeah, yeah. verse or a Bible character that uh, illustrates this well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Paul, in the book of Galatians, Galatians 6, 7, and 8, he says this. He said, be, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whatever, Whoever sows the to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. But whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. And here's what's interesting. Like, I I don't know anything about farming. Like, I know nothing about it. In fact, I have a friend and he actually owns a farm. And when we go out to dinner a couple months ago, his wife asked me, she said, do you want to become a farmer? Because (laughs) I am constantly asking him questions. The reason for that is because, um, I don't know about it. And so I'm genuinely curious because I just don't understand. Another example, uh, earlier today before we started recording, uh, Gil was talking about Pokemon cards. And so I was asking him like, hey, tell me about that because I that is totally a different world. But here's the interesting thing about reaping and sowing, like, you know, apply it to what Paul said. You know, you reap what you sow. Well, here's the thing about reaping and sowing. There's kind of three principles involved. You reap what you sow, you reap where you sow, and you always reap more than you sow. 
So like if I go out and plant an apple tree, again, I know nothing about this. I don't even know if I can, like I don't know how to do that, you know? Uh, but if I try to plant an apple tree in my yard, unless something happens, I'm not going to uh, instantly get a banana tree or tomatoes, right? I also know that unless something happens, if I plant that apple tree in a certain part of my yard, unless something picks up and moves that seed somewhere else, it, it could be a bunch, bunch of things, it will show up where I planted it. And lastly, if you've ever seen, go back to corn. Like if you've ever seen a kernel of corn, what you plant in the ground yields like a couple hundred kernels on a cob, which is another thing interesting about farming that um, I don't know the number because I'm not smart enough, but, an, but a, a, an ear of corn has a specific number of kernels. I just think that's amazing. Students, if you're geeky, you should go look that up. But, <laughs> um, but the idea is like you reap what you sow, you reap where you sow, you reap more than you sow. And so students, this, this has to do with your life. Like, what do you need to accomplish today? What is it you need to get done today? Make a list and then be real honest about numbering that list. Um, because here's the thing. If you're still playing video games at 1130 at night, but you haven't gotten your homework done and all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I got to get my homework done. Well, you missed the boat somewhere that day. And the thing is, and we learned about this uh, in our last talk that everyone only has 86,400 seconds every day. Students, you have to make your time count. And the only way to make your time count is you've gotta figure out what is most important for you to do today. And then you gotta tackle your big rocks first. Yeah, you just you just spoke some conviction into the life of some like kid in Kansas or I don't know some some kid in Texas listening like oh shoot I should get off of COD now. But uh, let me ask this real quick: Do you have a student that you know of that's doing this really well? Yeah, so I'm actually it's not a well I've got a couple students that are really really good at this. But the thought that I had when I was prepping for today is a couple years ago I was in Michigan with uh, my students on a missions trip, and we 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 turned our missions trip into leaders leader weeks. So like, instead of preaching messages at night during devotion time, like I'm teaching leadership lessons. That's kind of what we've done. And so we taught, I taught this one night about Big Rocks First. The next day we show up to this work site, cause it was a work day. And they had this giant pile of mulch. I mean, like it was dumped by a truck. And it was like, hey, we need to move this entire pile. And I looked at the kids and I was like, and my head was like, oh crap, this is gonna take eight hours and it's gonna be a killer. And, and one of my students' name's JT. JT goes, no, Pastor Scott, we got it. Big rocks first. Let's go, everybody. Mm. Big rocks hey. first. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so and good. And so, like, I was just like, yeah, this is it. You can do it. Yeah. So for you the student who's not on a missions trip and has a massive pile of dirt in their backyard, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're good. maybe they're, like, actually trying to get homework done right now and listening to this podcast or they're, you know, on the bus going to school. Like, can can you give that student one real yeah. practical yeah. tip for, like, how they can take this principle and, and start doing it right now? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I use a I use an example from my life just this past week. Um, I read a devotional by Mark Batterson that talked about the And so that day I had to get four things done. So I wrote the four things. And honestly, the last of the four, and, and I'm a dad, so it's a little different than me for a student. But number four was go to my son's basketball game that night because I was excited to go and it was going to be fun. But like the first thing on the list was I had to get an email together that I was going to send to parents. I had to communicate to our parents. So when I sat down to work that day, I jumped on the very first thing on the list. Students, the very practical thing is simply this, application and advice. Make a list 
and decide what is the most important thing for you to do today. Listen, it's the most important thing to do today, not the most important thing to you. Because there's lots of days that the most important thing to me is to binge Netflix. Come on. Because I've got three episodes left in the series that I'm on, but that's not what's most important. Take yourself, like take your want out of the equation and actually ask yourself, what is most important today? And then you attack that first. Why? Because you always attack the big rocks first. That's so good, Scott. Man, thank you so much for joining us today. We're, we're excited to have you back one more time this week. And students, we hope that this content has been helpful to you. If it has, do us a favor. Please share it with your friends on social media. And you can tag us at LTG Conference or myself at Gilbo Swaggins. Hey, you can find me at Aaron Holt. And students, remember, you're called to lead your generation. We encourage you to do it with passion for Christ and with love for others.